Hi, I'm Don Jones with the City of Stillwater. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast. Today's subject, waste management. My co-hosts today, as always, are Deputy City Manager, Melissa Reams, Director of Waste Management, Matt Faulkner, and our producer, Michelle Charles. Hello, everyone. Good afternoon. Hello. Hello. So, Matt, we are so glad that you could join us today, and we know we are right in the middle of holiday season, and waste management definitely, as always, plays an important role in our community, and even more so during these this time. So, tell us a little bit about uh, our community, our employees, the services, well, all of the things. Absolutely. So, during this time of the year, the holidays, it... Well, for every waste company, it's a very challenging time. But specifically for Stillwater, we uh, uh, we usually will deal with a lot of, uh, you know, your normal holiday trash from the Thanksgiving holiday. But it's the Christmas holiday that can usually be tricky for us specifically, mostly because of the recycling. Mm -hmm. So with our recycling uh, wrapping paper, which everybody would think we go in the recycling bin, does not. So, you know, it doesn't, it does not clean paper. Well, it's got some like wax (laughs) material. They just don't like it. So they, that's a big challenge we, we struggle with. Plus just working the holidays. Um, our guys, it's a struggle. They, they, you know, would like to be home, but we also provide such a great service that, um, they're pretty happy with doing it. So, well, and also the trees and you guys provide that service too. We will do the trees. We usually have a collection point where people will take them to our collection center to drop that. off the trees. Um, they can chop them up, bundle them up, and we'll take them that way. Um, but it's easier for most people just to load them up, take them to the collection I was, center. I thought you were talking about yard waste and not Christmas trees, but you're no. talking about yeah. Christmas trees, oh, yeah. right? Yes, the blue bags, right? Yeah, the well, Christmas tree. The, the Christmas trees, like, it's probably a little bit more convenient it's because it's free for yeah. the customer just to either uh, to chop them up and bundle them, or mm-hmm. they can put them in a regular trash can. We'll pick them up on our normally collected yard waste. We see a lot of that after the holiday, of course. Yeah. Um, so in the month of January, uh, oh, our collections, it, our, we'll have a huge pile of Christmas trees out there. Um, but that's good. We're able to dispose of them correctly. And uh, That's good. Um, so in the month of December, that ends a semester for OSU. Do you see the, mm. the volume of move-out? waste that you see during the month of may when when students move out it's not as intense but i do think that's probably one of the things that makes our community a little bit different so not only are we dealing with the holiday struggle that everybody is we also have a move-in season or move out season a lot of the leases they either begin or end in december and so you do have a little bit of a volume for like bulk collection or a you know, cart exchanges for new customers, things like that. So there's a little bit of a time. It's usually the middle of December. Mm-hmm. And I have it. seen those neighborhood dumpsters mm-hmm. where oh, uh, cool. our college kiddos live. And oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. That, Stuffed full. That, is a, that, that can be a big time deal. There are occasions, I'd say in the month of May, it's a little better, but even December, we'll be dumping those things twice a day. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So can they come to the co- collection center the convenience collection center on on south perkins 
if they've got old electronics and things, will you take that at the collection center? Oh, absolutely. Uh, and we do encourage that. So if we have a lot of people move out. Electronics is a big thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will, we encourage them to bring it to our collection center. They can uh, drop that off. It's about $25 for a monitor, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, smaller electronics have a smaller price. So if you're talking about like a coffee maker, mm-hmm. um, it's $5. Okay. Right. But they can bring they can bring more than that. You can bring in your old furniture. Um, you can bring in um, lots mattresses. of mattresses. What about especially. mattresses? Oh yeah, yeah. Mattress. That's and that's definitely the way to go. Is bring They're it to our so collection. Gross. It is. There is <laughs> nothing more disgusting than driving down the street oh. Oh, yeah. and seeing a mattress on. And the then curb. it, oh, it rains and yes. they get oh yeah soggy so and awful. nasty. And you have not <laughs> felt weight in your life until you get to a king size mattress that is soaking wet. Ew. And it's so I heavy. Yuck. No, I actually have something worse. I lived out in the country, outside of town. And seeing a soaking wet mattress in the ditch. Mm. Yes, for I a cannot. month. No, it's not good. No thanks. Hard no pass. Oh no. But you guys just handle so many different things, from the typical waste collection to the yard uh, waste collection and glass, mm-hmm. um, and then the convenience collection center, and the list goes on and on and on. And you guys do so many of these things for our community, and uh, I think that. Probably the general public is unaware of all of the different things that you you all do take care of. It's a pretty big undertaking. Uh, We don't, I know nobody sees it. We don't think about it sometimes even because it's so much. I mean, on a weekly basis on a residential trash collection, we'll pick up over 100 tons of trash just Mm -hmm. on a one-week basis. We pick up over 20 tons of recycling a week. Um, and that's just residentially. You put the just company. residential yeah. twenty tons of recycling. recycling a week. That's correct. And then on yard, our yard waste isn't as much because it's lighter, but we still yeah. have the bulk of that material. So mm-hmm. we're picking up probably about five tons of yard waste a week. And then our glass recycling is close to the same. So. Well, and we're knocking on the door of potential bad weather season. So yes. you're going to deal with possibly ice and snow and. Mm-hmm. Um, Below freezing, oh, those wind chills just cut you to the bone. Right. And, and last year we had several of, well, we had one week in particular. Oh, yeah. And they, uh, the department, they continued to mm-hmm. pick up as best they could given the condition of the streets. You know, it's not any different than driving a school bus. You have That's to get right. out there and make sure that if the truck goes down the street, if it has to back up, it can come back up or it can get around. That's a good point. And, and so give a little grace, guys. Uh, you know, sure. yes, we want to give you the best service we can, but our ultimate concern is for the safety of our employees. And That's so right. they're out there, just as you pointed out, in the wind and the cold and the snow. It's miserable. And, you know, if they can't get to you today, mm-hmm. more than likely they're going to get to you before the end of the week. And... We keep our website updated mm-hmm. so Absolutely. that everybody knows what we're doing. And I do remember exactly what you're talking about because we kept sharing those alerts on our mm-hmm. social media. So if you're not following the City of Stillwater Facebook page, please do so if you have Facebook. We definitely post those alerts on there I, first, I assume, as they are developed. Mm-hmm. Um, we post them there, and we, of course, send it out um, through our alert process and uh, website and, and Instagram and Twitter. But definitely, if you have a Facebook page, City of Stillwater Facebook, yeah, for sure. absolutely. Well, you know, I mean, one of the things that, that happens when we have the ice or the snow mm-hmm. 
is that the little roads in the neighborhoods clear off last. Yeah. They do. They don't get a lot of traffic, and, right. and a lot of times people wouldn't realize. Maybe they're uh, maybe they have a lot of trees on their street. They don't get a lot of sun, mm-hmm. and they didn't realize why their trash wasn't getting picked up. But I mean, honestly, if their car's parked on the street. And you've got ice and snow everywhere. Do you really want a big truck driving down your street, maybe sliding around? Ding, ding, ding. You probably exactly. don't. Oh, I will tell you, this conversation we're having about snow and ice keeps me up at night. This is the, this <laughs> oh, is our, I'm so sorry. I bet this, so. This is our, our biggest concern. So yeah. a typical snow day consists of myself or another member of our team waking up at like three in the morning and mm-hmm. talking to uh, Rob Hill, Rob Hill. Of all people yeah. Yeah. to sure. see if we can get that. The volume I spoke of earlier, it, we are pretty committed to getting that. And we know that if we miss a day, it's going to be hectic. Yeah. So we try, but we do obviously are worried about the safety of our people and the trash trucks handle so much different in what a lot of people would consider a, an element. So if we right. have six inches of snow, Oh, we're fine. We can work. We can go all day. A small, very thin sheet of ice, you might as well be driving, uh, might be rollerblading. But, man, it just (laughs) really gets back to what Melissa said and the safety of our employees and then also what Michelle added, the safety of our residents. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's going to be a very dangerous time. Absolutely. I love that, though. And he is absolutely correct. Rob Hill and his team, they are phenomenal. Uh, We... Uh, definitely uh, rely on them to help us with emergency management and with those weather alerts and information. So absolutely, yeah. Now I would say though that in terms of, from a re- recruiting perspective, yes. Okay, let's talk about how different it is than it used to be. Because oh, my yeah. father-in-law retired as a driver with waste management. Oh. And this is back in the day when you had the guys hanging off the back of the truck. I remember that. Picking the cans that. up and dumping them, carrying yes. them sometimes from the house. I, and I don't know if I should say I'm fortunate enough to have lived that life. I, when I first started working <laughs> at the city of Stillwater, um, oh, it's been over 15 years ago, um, that's how I started. We had a driver, and we were all hanging off the back, <laughs> just uh, picking up trash. And we still collected almost the same volume we do now. Oh, it's wow. just we were all doing it by hand. Yeah. yeah. So it would be nothing for you personally to be on the back of a truck and have touched ten tons of trash that day. Oh, what a wow. what a beautiful scene yeah. you have just oh, yeah. created. And uh, yes. yeah, it was very hot and very cold. Uh, it was it was a lot to it, and there was a lot of injuries. Um, what are you eight. talking about? It doesn't get very hot in July and August here in Oklahoma. Oh, it was unbearable. <laughs> and and your, the the knee, ankle, back, and oh, shoulders, man. and Can't it was even it imagine. was crazy. Um, but now we we do it a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fortunately, our most manual activity we have um, would be our commercial and our yard waste crews, and it it's not near to that extent as it used right. to be. Right. And you have a, a teammate helping you out, and the truck does a lot of the work. On our residential side, the truck does all of the work. You're able to just pull up right to the can, and you pick it up. And it allows that one person to actually service mm-hmm. more containers than right. we could exactly. prior because you had to worry about stress of you know your body and the elements. But right. you guys really are a very well-oiled machine. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, not to be punny or anything, but you really are. <laughs> like, I followed behind a couple of trucks. Uh, working with them to get video and uh, for an alert that we were working on. Yeah. And just watching the whole process, you know, I was just amazed with how fast and efficient they are. Efficiency is probably the biggest key for us to keeping our service good. And mm-hmm. when I say good, and when I say good, that's a pretty broad spectrum. It's not just only providing quality service to customers. It's keeping our rates effective, everything we can do. 
So, so Matt, I know there are rules behind that you all live by, and one of them is if the lid is open, you may not pick that can up. That's right? correct. Can you kind of explain the, the philosophy behind that? Because so, to us, it just feels right. like, like we're know. not getting all the trash. Right, no, uh, right. no, I get that. That's a co- that's a conversation I've had. <laughs> uh, it's it's really more for the cleanliness of the town. Yeah. So when the way the residential automated truck grabs the cart, if the lid is open, it will shake whatever is out 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 of the top of it. And we live in Oklahoma where the wind blows occasionally. Right. And so that trash will be gone. And even if the guy jumped out of the truck as fast as he could, there's a lot of times you're not going to catch it. So having that too close, too or too much trash in your mm-hmm. cart, that can be a problem. Having your carts too close together is the same thing because you have a uh, you have a hydraulic operated arm that's not very forgiving. And if you squeeze that little arm into the little position, you grab it and you dump it. Oh, right, that's great. You don't dump anything over. Everything's great. But there are going to be times where you open that thing up and the recycling cart now is tipped over. You can't have bagged recycling. Uh, and now recycling, recycling is everywhere. Well, and you know, we did message not, it wasn't that long ago, just a few handful of months ago, uh, regarding the loose trash mm-hmm. to make sure that it was bagged mm-hmm. because once it is loose in the neighborhood, that it's is, everywhere. And, and it's up to them to pick it up. And that, and that is one of our, probably our biggest complications. And, it, and it's, it's industry standard. Um, you know, we bag our trash but the recycling stays loose. Yeah. Yeah. So it can be a little confusing. And that's why it's important for us to be out there. We have a gentleman who goes out and he leaves information on people's carts. And <laughs> that, right. that, that's his whole job is to make sure we, we educate the public about everything that we have. Yeah. You, well, you guys go above and beyond as far as like um, letting everyone know and communicating and the recent waste management schedule uh, calendar mm-hmm. pickup that you did, that you developed, um, Mr. Faulkner was wonderful, <laughs> and we had it in the news press a couple of times. It's on our website, and it can be downloaded. And I just think that's a very another useful tool. That'd be helpful, especially on the holidays. We do have, since we're back on that topic, we have a lot of people that will call. Are you are you picking up that today? And we're obviously yes, we are. We're happy to be there, and uh, that with that even has that on there. So you have yardway schedules, yeah. your glass mm-hmm. collection schedule, and when your holidays are. You know, and that's really unique to Stillwater that you all pick up on the holidays. I can remember the first Thanksgiving that Chris and I were here in town, and I was just floored. I think I was a Thursday customer that you picked up. I just couldn't believe it. Who else does that? But we do. Yeah, Yeah, we do. (laughs) Because we love our citizens, and we've heard you that this is is great for you. It's great for the guys. And the guys actually voted this year whether they wanted to work Thanksgiving and Christmas. And they voted yes, they would rather do that than try to play catch up on a weekend. I love that. But it's all about a servant's heart, too. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and I think, uh, I hope um, that our community members will remember that when it's hot or cold or all of the days in between. Um, or if we don't pick your trash up right. and we leave you a little sticker as yes. to why we didn't. Yep. Have have some grace and understanding yep. and empathy. And for the most part, I absolutely believe our community does. Uh, we just appreciate the service that uh, you guys provide for all of us. Michelle, did you have something you were going to share with us? Oh, well, no. What I was just going to bring up is that the reason the recycling can't be bagged is because those thin those thin sheets of plastic actually clog up the machines. That's right. Yeah, the yeah. conveyor belts. Yeah, the yeah. conveyor mm-hmm. belt at the uh, um, 
the, the material recovery facility. That's a good point <laughs> to add. So yeah. people know there is a reason. Oh, yeah. it, it's absolutely. not just us being right. It can, exactly. It can right. be so bad. It can it can be so bad. A processor could be shut down for hours. Oh, it's and just, that's money yeah. lost. Absolutely. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Absolutely. Wow. Thank you so much yeah, for joining thanks, us today. Thank you for having me. And there a wealth of information is available at stillwater.org. If you would like uh, more information on waste management, if you need to change your service, if you need service information, and what all uh, our guys and gals provide over there. But thank you for tuning in to our podcast today, and don't forget to subscribe. Together, we are investing in municipal excellence.